Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the halibut! Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan, eat it raw like you're in Siam, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Hey y'all, this is your friendly neighborhood Florida man here. You see what I did there? Instead of friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, I said friendly neighborhood Florida man. Although I ain't no superhero. Well, except for that once. You see, some years ago it was Christmas time, and in Florida you can tell it's Christmas time because the lights that were never taken off the palm trees from the year before and had been dark the whole time have finally lit up. Dang, it's pretty. Even without snow, Florida's still very pretty during Christmas. Besides the Christmas lights everywhere, you have hobos dressed up like Sandy Claus on every intersection. And there's always a sale at Ross where you dress for less every day anyway. Now you can dress for even more or less. But my fashion savings have nothing to do with why I was, I was a hero. I was a hero because one Christmas, Pastor Donald Gentry came to me after service and asked me if I could fill in for the annual kids' Christmas gala and adult bingo extravaganza. Now, for those who don't know, this is the biggest event of the whole church-going season. It's like the Super Bowl of Jesus. It's my understanding that this event brings in more money for the church than any other event all year long. It brings in more money than the cakewalk, it brings in more money than the buffet fun run, and even brings in more money than celebrity look-alike ice cream social and skeet shoot, which my neighbor Debbie wins every year with her sharp shooting skills and her knack for getting, never getting brain freeze, and her $300 Keith Urban costume. So I, I think I'm getting off track a little bit, but anyway, back to the story. Pastor Gantry asked me to play Sandy Claus because the guy who normally plays Sandy Claus, Albert Finster, got sick at Jerry Michael's Gator Boil. Pastor Gantry said he ate too much gator tail and he had the poopies. And I'll tell you from experience, having the poopies and having kids sit on your lap, asking for bikes and airsoft rifles is not a good combination. So I said, sure, Pastor, I'll do it just this once for the kids. Besides, my bowels are always clean thanks to the amount of Natty Light strawberry lemonade I drink every night. He said he didn't need all that information and that the church would provide the suit and all I would have to do is show up and, and such and such time and pretend to be the jolly old man himself. He did say that I would have to provide my own stomach and pillow or two should do the trick. I happen to own three pillows so I think I was good to go. I practiced my ho-ho-hos for a week prior to the engagement, which made my current wife a little mad because she said I shouldn't be sleeping around like that. And I was lucky she was sleeping around too or else my butt would be on the curb. So the big day comes around December 20th and I get all dressed up in my Sandy Claus suit, 
complete with two Walmart brand pillows to fill out my stomach area. The Sandy Claus hat was a little tight, but my fake beard fit snugly and made me look very distinguished. A lot more distinguished than the hobo Sandy on the corner of OBT and Powers Boulevard. My elf helper was supposed to be Tina Parsons. Mmm, Tina. Tina was running late on the account of her elf suit was on the, at the dry cleaners, but Tina was always running late. She was 29. Man, she's a cute thing. And I, she used to date the football captain in high school. She always wore them cut-off shorts, just barely showed the bottom of her butt cheeks when she sat down. I know this because I sat behind her in 4-H club every Wednesday. Nowadays, she wore more respectable clothing, such as sundresses with no bra. It's because she became a mom two years back. So, Pastor Gantry said we were going to start without her, and his wife Nancy was going to play the elf until Tina got there, which is fine. A little disappointed, but it was fine. Nancy, uh, she's a little different than Tina. She's about 70, I would guess. Uh, so I don't know. I didn't know how she was going to lift any of these small children onto my knee that needed help. But we'd make it work somehow. We started the night off good, and poor Nancy did her best. But I could hear her knees crack and her back spasm with every child she had to lift. I'm getting worried because Tina still hadn't showed up. Nancy isn't going to last much longer, and it just makes me wonder if Pastor Gantry has any sense at all sending his wife to do such a chore like this. Well, that's not my place to question God's plan, after all. When suddenly, Tina appears from behind the curtain that had separated us from the Jones brothers who were smoking cigars and playing poker behind it. She looked great. Damn dressed in a super sexy red elf costume, whose skirt barely covered her nanny hoo-hoo, tall black boots with a golden buckle obviously glued to each toe, and a green elf hat straight out of the Will Ferrell guy's movie. What was the name of that movie again? Dang, I don't remember the name. It's the one where he plays an elf, but not the one where he's a race car driver. To be honest, I prefer the one where he's a race car driver. Uh, but it, we'll get into the best and worst of the Will Ferrell guys movies another day. So, back to the story. Tina taps Nancy on the shoulder and says, I'm here to help, Pastor Wife Nancy. You can go back to your regular duties of man in the show cone, snow cone machine. To which Nancy thanks her profusely and hobbles over to the snow cone machine with one hand on her back. At this point, the snow cone machine is in shambles as no one watched was watching it and the kids were just helping themselves to ice and sugary syrup. There was melted blue raspberry and cherry flavored water all over the floor and the ice scoop was being carried around in some wandering stray dog's mouth. I don't know where the dog came from but he had a ticket to get in so he's there but it was having a good time just carrying a metal ice scoop in its mouth. Anyway Tina nods at me and I nod at Tina and she bends over to grab the Laramie boy to put on my knee. He's only nine years old, but this kid weighs about 200 pounds. Tina's struggling a little bit, but she's managing, but not without some groaning. The Laramie boy is not helping in any way, shape, or form, though, and he seems to be more dead weight than anything else. I'm dreading this kid sitting on my knee because I had knee surgery five years ago, and ever since, when it rains, 
my knee feels just fine. As opposed to hurting like is normal, which means I can never tell when it's going to rain or not anymore. Anyway, Tina finally gets this giant kid on my knee, and as she bent over to place a Laramie boy, I noticed that just the tiniest top of her areola is just peeking out of the top of her elf costume. It was just the tiniest bit, like you really had to be looking out for it, uh, and be really close to get to get a good view of it, but nonetheless, I saw the pinkness, and I locked eyes with her, and she locked eyes with me, and I motioned with my head towards her ample bosom. But not to say anything out loud to embarrass her, so she looked down and adjusted herself appropriately. Then she gave me a wink and walked off toward the line to help the next kid after Laramie Boy was done. I was a bona fide hero that day. I took a sacrifice. I could have let that exposed areola alone and had my own private peep show with every kid that saw, and I became a little bit of a gentleman that day. And I think Tina appreciated it too. Because after the last kid had come and gone, she brought over to me one of the last crumbly sugar cookies from the cookie tent and a cup of lukewarm hot cocoa. Years later, I'd look back on that day and consider myself a fool for telling her so soon. I will always contemplate that I could have said something maybe after four or five kids. But I didn't, and I still consider myself a hero for it. Merry Christmas, y'all. And remember, y'all stay awesome. The Florida Man Show is an exclusive of the Podfix Network. To keep up with his adventures, find Podfix Presents wherever you do your podcast listening. Like what app you use, Spotify, Apple, etc. Don't go walking around your home looking for us. The Florida Man Show is a fictional narrative, and while his stories may sound like actual headlines, creative liberties have been taken. So please, just enjoy the show and not think we wrote about a relative of yours on purpose. For more great Podfix Network activity, check us out on podfixnetwork.com, the Podfix Nation on Facebook, at Podfix on Twitter, and official underscore Podfix on the gram. And please, ignore the rumors of an OnlyFans account. <laughs>